single shot. Hey guys, welcome back to single shot number 13. Lucky number 13. 13. 13. We hope you guys had a good, <laughs> a good, um, a oh good Labor Day weekend. A good Labor Day weekend, yeah. <laughs> you guys, I had a four-day weekend. What, what? Yep. Uh, it's, I don't know what's better, like going on a little trip or um, just having time off from work, even if it's just that one day. <laughs> That's the problem um, in my life. is kind of chaotic because I worked and then I had a four-day weekend and I left literally early Friday morning and got back late Monday night. And now I'm about to start. I was just telling Katie right now, we have three events in a row at my work and so I'm going to be working for like 24 days straight. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> and then that's going to lead right into October when we're seeing last podcast. <laughs> yes. But that you know what's that. coming up is our 1 year anniversary. Yes, I'm so excited. It's so that's so going to be exciting. at the end of this month. Yes, and then we're going to have some cool Halloween-themed um, stuff coming out. And, and a giveaway, of course. Giveaway, and yeah. we, ke- we kept talking about, oh, we have exciting things coming out. We're not lying, so that will be included in our Halloween giveaway. Yes. Um, so pretty exciting. Um, feeling relaxed for a moment, and then going to jump back into it. And then, honestly, if I can survive September... We'll be good, guys. <laughs> then you can survive anything. Yeah, no, really, though. And then, I mean, the next, I think, crazy part of our lives will be probably your wedding season. Yep. Yeah, yep. and it's, that's not till next year, the beginning I, of next year, so. Yeah, I was talking to my grandma, actually, yesterday about it. She's like, how's wedding planning going? And I'm like, I haven't really done much lately. And I was like, I don't know. I feel... Maybe like, I don't know, I'm being naive or something, but I haven't been super, super stressed about it. Because you planned it like a year in advance. (laughs) Like, yeah, so we got engaged in January and we're getting married in March 2022. So January 2021, then we're getting married in March 2022. And like, I'm a planner. So I was like, let's just get this all planned now. I mean, Um, I need the next big thing I need to do is flowers but um I'll worry about that it's better to have I think it was really good actually that you guys got your venue pretty soon you know because then they're all taken yeah yeah exactly when we were were looking the lady at the venue was just like I don't rush you but I just want to show you the calendar for 2022 and 2023 and there was barely any dates on it left and I was all Oh my god! Gotta go. So I was like, "All right, well, thankfully we have money for a deposit, so let's just do this." Gosh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then you could be like my other friend that uh, they got engaged in 2020 and their wedding's in 2023. So yeah, no, that's a real planner. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just I'm we're not doing anything crazy for our wedding. It's not like a destination wedding. Um, It's a daytime like wedding it's like from 10 to 4 so it's i don't know it's pretty chill i guess i'm sorry Um, you mean it's an early morning wedding (laughs) daytime i'm still trying to adjust to the fact (laughs) that it's gonna be so early in the morning for me (laughs) i know yeah the ceremony starts at 10 30 so it's gonna be um it's okay uh an early morning drunk by 12 and bed by (laughs) 4 
<laughs> it ends at four. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, can you uh, grab your maid of honor and drag her out? <laughs> KO. It's an open bar, so I'm expecting something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wild, so. And speaking, My gift to you guys. Speaking of I weddings. Speaking of marriages, yeah. going going terribly wrong, which I don't think it's going to happen to you. Mm. I'm just kidding. Oh god! <laughs> don't cross me, Taylor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, oh god, I can't make these jokes. I can't. <laughs> oh, especially since we're getting married, and then um, his dad listens to my future father. Oh yeah, hello. Listens to these. Um, so if you're listening, sorry, I don't want to kill yourself. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, he doesn't even have life insurance. <laughs> I thought you guys did take life insurance out. No, but we're planning on it. <laughs> That's true. You gotta get married him first. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. So, even then, no. <laughs> Elizabeth Ann Broderick. That's who we are talking about briefly tonight. Good old Betty. Last time we had a single shot, we talked about Dirty John, which was a is a popular podcast, and then it became a popular show on Netflix, mm-hmm. a miniseries. Um, well, they did a season two, and if you guys remember last time, I said I actually watched season two first and then season one. Season yeah. two is about good old Betty Broderick. So that's who I... Uh, that's who or what or whatever that's what i watched first um i haven't listened to any podcast about betty broderick either of i i actually hadn't heard of her until i watched the show and then of course i started looking up stuff when i was watching the show because i was like oh this is interesting yeah um it's a sad story it's really sad um i really feel for her i we were just talking right before this and Katie was saying she's like I think she actually suffers from some kind of mental illness or something um or had some kind of break there maybe yeah but I don't think that her husband was I mean he obviously wasn't innocent as you'll learn if you haven't heard about this case I I honestly like I don't know what I would have done in her shoes like I think the episode that really got me if you guys haven't watched this please go watch it we're gonna ruin it for you right now but um she gets married really young to Daniel Broderick the third and they meet like I think it's like she's either right out of high school or something like that and they meet i think she was like a freshman in college yeah i think she was a freshman in college and she just i mean they just like hit it off and he's this like wonderful man that just kind of like whisks her away and everything like that so they meet and they get married in 1969 yeah that's when they get married um and she immediately gets pregnant like right after the honeymoon and she just she has baby after baby i think she has Mm -hmm. three or four kids or something like that yeah but he is when they meet he's going to school to be a lawyer i think or no it's a doctor doctor that's right and then after doing all that he decides you know what i want to be a lawyer and so he goes to Harvard Law School after that. And all the while, 
Betty is at home taking care of the kids and working to pay for their bills because he's in school not contributing to any of the bills or income or the dishes or the cooking or the cleaning or the feeding of the kids or anything like that. And there's like this episode where they do this flashback on their life and she's just so loving and doting and like okay baby like let's help you study like I'll type your notes for you even though I haven't slept in four days like I'll do this I'll clean your uniform for you I'll pay for that the uniform made me so mad because when he finishes and he's working for a short time as a doc practicing you know doctor and he orders like this special coat with like his name embroidered on it and they can they're struggling so hard with money and he's like, oh, we can, wanting to order three more. And she's like, okay, like, I think we can make it work. And he's all, it'll be less of them for you to clean. And that Ugh. just made me so mad. Cause I was like, bitch, she's the one who's buying you these coats. And she's, str- you guys are struggling with money and can't afford to buy this or can't fi- afford to buy this. And like struggling with groceries, they're on food stamps. And then he was just like, oh, and, and you'll clean it too. I was just like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in the 70s. It was a different time. This was really a long... I mean, it's in the middle, kind of. I know that they had her reading a Gloria Steinman book and part of it, but, um, you know, this is coming out of a time, and especially for her, she was raised um, Roman Catholic, which is a pretty conservative um, faith, and, um, you know, coming out of time where she saw her mom being the perfect housewife, and so she's striving to be that as well, and he's, in my opinion, taking advantage of that. Oh totally taking advantage of her totally so like you said they're struggling you know to make ends meet the whole time that he's going through school and there was like a few clips too and i mean obviously this is a show it's embellished a little bit but i also kind of don't think it's totally embellished that much um but He's like in medical school and he's saying, oh, you should have your notes like typed. That's what I always do. And they're like, I don't know how you have time to like type up all your notes and do this. And then they show mm-hmm. like his wife at home, like typing it like late in the night and stuff. And I'm just like, and he's taking Ugh. credit. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, uh, what she was doing for work is selling Tupperware and Avon, which is like. Yeah. And serving. Do- I door think to too, a little door bit. sales. Yeah. And serving. And it's just, like, door-to-door sales. That's not, like, that's just what she could do because people then also aren't going to hire her because she has kids. And, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so mad. So it's, you know, they're going through this, and then they end up, um, I think he's, so he's going to Harvard, and then he graduates and everything like that, and then he ends up getting hired by a law firm and goes out to San Diego, where the family moves to La Jolla Mm -hmm. area in California, and she's still, you know, working part-time and stuff, selling the Tupperware Avon and everything like that, but uh, her husband quickly starts, Dan quickly starts becoming successful so he was he did go to medical school and then he went to law school and so what he was doing was he was um doing malpractice lawsuits which is like I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> there's there's a couple parts where she goes to see a doctor and the doctors realize like who she's married to and they're like, uh 
we don't want to yeah. like help you because we're scared of your husband kind of a thing yeah i think they had to like have her sign like some sort of waiver or something that they wouldn't sue him or something yeah like that. so i mean I he basically is a uh, successful at what he's doing and mm-hmm. um, starts building up you know a pretty good income and everything of that and so their life is changing for the better they've got these four beautiful kids they're moving into a bigger house and all this stuff and she feels like okay like life's changing it's exciting but her husband dan it just seems kind of like he doesn't even want to remember about the hard times they came from or I don't know. Yeah, in the show, she brings it up, like, how they were on food stamps before and what they struggled with, and he gets mad at her, like, why are you bringing that up? Yeah, and, and I thought that was kind of weird, like, oh, maybe he's embarrassed, which is, I think, how she interpreted it, but then like, as it progressed, I was kind of thinking, like, he probably doesn't want to admit how much she helped him, and that's why he doesn't want it being I think that's exactly what it was. I think he didn't want to admit how much he, he owed her his success, because if she wasn't there working while he was going to school that wouldn't have been possible yeah for him to and to do that not like waving it in front of him at this point like no. she's not like hey, she's coming at it with you know we're um we're married we have this life that we've built together we're an equal partnership which is what a wedding uh, blah, marriage should be yeah um and he's very much i think i don't know wants to be like oh I've always been a provider and I've always been taking care of myself and my family when that just wasn't the case yeah and here's where it gets sad so let's see so they moved out there I don't know when they moved out there it was like in the late 70s or something like that but they got married in 1969 and in 1982 so that's like what is that (laughs) can't do that it's like 12 years later something like that he hires a 21 year old uh former flight attendant uh linda Mm -hmm. kolkenna to come and be his legal assistant or something like that she is definitely underqualified for this role but he's attracted to her so he hires her she was a secretary i believe at his law firm and then he like gave her a promotion to like legal assistant yeah um and he's i think you know showing classic signs of like having an affair like he's not um there he's not very present in the marriage it seems like so uh to sum it up you know betty's like asks him like are you having an affair and he of course denies it but really what he's doing at this point is he because if he has an affair and they get a divorce then i think legally he does have to give her a certain percentage of his income Mm -hmm. but he's trying to after talking to his lawyer friends and stuff he's trying to figure it out like how can i divorce my wife without giving her like uh, anything, anything basically yeah. so he has like this whole plan but he tries to make it seem like it's not a plan and stuff and yeah and that he wasn't cheating on her at this time and he started dating linda after they separated and all of that but in reality he was kind of orchestrating this thing behind betty's back so Ugh. that he can even further screw her over than just divorcing her yeah um, it was like it was so s- sick to watch <laughs> 
on the TV because you kind of see, and then it does flashbacks to him talking, and then like what was happening at the time that she was questioning him, and he was saying no, everything was fine. And then it flashbacks to the conversation like he was actually having during that time, and yeah, um, and it's awful. Yeah, it was a very ugly <clears throat> and long, drawn out yeah. divorce. Um, it I think apparently, it was over four years. Yeah, it became like a really um, well-known divorce case too because I think the main thing about it that was so crazy was um, she was demanding not half of the money, but she was demanding, you know, a good amount because she's like, I put you through school. Like you would not have any mm-hmm. of this if it wasn't for me. And she's not wrong at all. No. And she wanted rights with the children and he was trying to take that away from her. He just he yeah. just really was a bastard who enjoyed to fuck with her. Like it wasn't enough that he was divorcing her. He wanted to leave her with absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. he saw cracks so, in her and he wanted to see her crumble. Yeah. It was it was I did not see where like I don't know. He was very hateful towards her. Yeah. And I know when some people get divorced, and especially when it's like, you know, it, like he's the asshole. He was cheating on her with a 21 year old. And when they had kids and was completely in the wrong. And um, you would think he would just, you know, okay, you help build this, or I want to provide for you up until this point, or give you this portion, and that's it because we share these children together and you're going to be taking care of them too. Like you're their mother. Um, I cannot imagine being married to somebody who would just completely turn on you like that yeah. after all the years that they were married. I mean, he tried. He do That's shit like uh, change the date like last minute on mm-hmm. when they're they were supposed to meet in court, and then not tell her so then she ended up like not showing up and missing it so the judge mm-hmm. would rule in his favor because she looked bad and then he would like tell badmouth her to other lawyers so that no one would want to be and her lawyer friends. or friends yeah even the kids he tried to like you know Turn make the kids her. think she was crazy he was recording like all these messages and just yeah he was and just she I don't know. I think she had something going on besides just this. She would leave tons and tons of voicemail on their machine, um, like, you know, completely cussing him out and just um, calling Linda a whore, which you know she was, but like <laughs> on there, but stuff like that. Linda, I want to point out, Linda knew that he was married when they got in a relationship. So it wasn't like she didn't know that he was married and she was like, oh my God, he was married. And oh no how did I get in this situation yeah, she knew what she was doing she's not totally innocent in the sense of like well I couldn't help it we found love like you were saying earlier yeah. she would like send shit to Betty, to Betty. and like yeah. try to antagonize her and she would send her face creams like for wrinkles or like diet pills and stuff gosh. like that um, so she was you know they were both her and Dan were just awful awful people and Betty didn't deserve this but I think thoroughly enjoying extreme, this yeah but i think to the extreme that betty went like with those voicemails and she got so many warnings like you can't keep coming to his house you can't keep leaving these voicemails like don't you want your children back and then she just kept continuing to do it and then her friends that's all she would talk to them about it was just obsessive that's why i think she had something going on as well besides just 
um, being completely screwed over by Dan, which she was. Yeah. Um, I mean, you also have to remember, though, that this is in the 80s. So now you have a little bit more of a chance to make it if yeah. um, you're a housewife being left in your... How old is she here? She's in her 50s? 40s? She's in her 40s. I think she is... Let's see, let's see. So she is 73 now. So yeah, she was like in her 40s when this happened. Um, In the 80s, though, she does not have any work experience. I mean, she sold Tupperware and Avon. That's not really going to get her far. Yeah, especially not the lifestyle that she's been used to. And all of her friends are connected to this marriage and the socialite, you know, thing. Like, she doesn't have any, like, friends, it really seems, there for her. No, all her friends are, like, the wives of her husband's colleagues. Yes. And then her kids are being taken away from her, which is her whole identity. Her whole identity is she's a mother. So her whole identity is being taken away. She doesn't really have a way to support herself or do anything. And there's no there's no starting over at that age at this time like no i feel like now in your 40s you could still get that chance to like do something different you could go to school you could do online school if you wanted to get a degree or you could get a job somewhere through someone you know you could be a lot more independent now but then it's like that and and even dating or getting married again is so much easier now at that age than it was then too yeah no definitely now we have like dating apps for people that are in their 40s and 50s there's special she whatever she had her um her teaching credential so but then he they mentioned it in the show for like two seconds and then never went back to it again and i forgot to look this up i just remembered but then her friend had said something like, oh, you're teaching? Because then she started teaching at a preschool. Oh, yeah. And she was just like, I heard you were a pedophile or something like that. And so I don't know if that was just the show or if her, or if Dan or Linda were spreading rumors. I wouldn't doubt it. And that's why it. her kids got taken away was because she was a pedophile and to stop her from getting work as a teacher. Yeah. Um, but, and this Dan yeah. guy, my gosh. So this this show is like really what made me learn about gaslighting. <laughs> because Dude, such a gaslighter. That is all he does. Yeah. That is all yep. he does in to her. And I just I don't know. Part of me is like I think I'd kill him. <laughs> I think I'm a pretty level headed person, but <laughs> But what he did, and if you guys don't know what gaslighting is, it's a form of manipulation. And some people do it where they don't know they're gaslighting you, and some people know they're gaslighting you. This guy definitely knew he was gaslighting her. And it's a psychological thing where you just... It's emotional abuse. Yeah, it's emotional abuse. And it makes... It makes... If I was gaslighting Katie, Katie would start to question her own sanity, which is, I think, kind of like... I think it would make a very stable person unstable. So if she was already slightly unstable, this would just completely obliterate her. Um, I mean, he would, like, example for the cheating. She would say, are you cheating on me? And be like, no, of course not. You're crazy. Why would you think that? Blah, 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 blah. You must be being this way. You must be crazy to think that. And so she starts like, okay... I'm, oh, I'm overthinking I'm this. I'm overthinking this. And then she's like, I'm not overthinking yeah. this. And we've, I mean, we've seen a lot. Of, if you watch any of, was it Snapped? <laughs> yeah. Or a lot I of I feel like those things. women have been gaslit to hell. Not yeah. 
finally yeah or that um that documentary on netflix about that woman in south america i mean that's what her husband was doing he was just gaslighting her pretending like he wasn't doing what he was doing and stuff and she she lost it and just killed him chopped him up in the pieces (laughs) took him in a suitcase it happens (laughs) it does happen but yeah i mean this guy dan broderick piece of shit i mean and then he goes and he gets married to uh to Linda. And it wasn't, now, this was on the yeah. show. They mentioned something about it being on the same date as her wedding. I think they did get married on the same day as as him and Betty had gotten married. Um, let me do a quick. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's 10 days after. Okay. Okay. That's still like a fuck you, though. Like, yeah. Because she got but, married, they yeah. got married on April 12th, 1969, and he got remarried on April 22nd, 1989, so exactly yeah. 20 years later. Later, yeah. Yeah. But at this point, like, she's already kind of being crazy. I mean, Betty is, uh, to She also them. wasn't convinced, that she got being like, no, that's my husband, that's my husband, instead of, you know, that's my ex-husband. And- yeah. Um, I don't. I felt. I don't. I felt bad for her. Yeah, bad for her. Um, it's sad because I mean, she met him so young, and she just—it's her whole entire life. Yeah, it's all she knows is him. Yep. And he, you know, she went through her like she met him. Let's see, she so she met him in 1965. She was born in 1947, so she was. Yeah, the end of her teens when she met him. Mm-hmm. And you go through so much developing, you know, in your 20s and stuff like that. And just, she just knew, that's all she knew was him. And now yeah. she's like, doesn't have her kids, doesn't have her husband, doesn't have her home, doesn't have her friends, doesn't have anything for her. And it's just, she can't accept it, you know, and... It's super. Yeah. The, the show is really sad to watch. Also, it is really entertaining because it's all 80s and they have like 80s music and all the bright, colorful mm-hmm. outfits and the clothes. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. I loved seeing all their outfits. <laughs> yeah, they really did a good job. Amanda Pete plays Betty Broderick mm-hmm. and she just does a fantastic job. Like mm-hmm. and then it's uh, Kelly. Was it Kelly Slater? Not Kelly Christian Slater. Slater. Christian Slater. <laughs> Kelly Slater. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and his little eyebrows, yeah. which I hate. But um, he did a really good job, too, because I definitely wanted to kick him. I wanted to kill him. <laughs> I wanted to kill him. See him. But the, um, I was looking did. at pictures. <laughs> the real Dan Broderick, Broderick is actually just a little bit more attractive than uh, Christian Slater, Slater. Yeah, in my opinion. But and then Amanda Peet is more attractive than Broderick. Yeah. And also, I looked up a picture of Linda Colkenna, and she does not look twenty-one. She looks like thirty, and I know that's probably just how they did their makeup and stuff like that. In in the 80s but i was just like that girl's 21 are you kidding i want to look her up i'm gonna um, look her up right now i think i did see a picture of her actually and oh huh very like 80s vibes picture? yeah i mean 
And a picture of them together, I'm going to send you right now. She looks young, but she could also, like, today, I think she'd pass for, like, 31, not 21. Yeah. For sure. But gosh, man, just, like, they just fucked with, they just had it coming. (laughs) (laughs) He had it coming. No, but, like, um, there was ever a better song. I know. He only had himself to blame. So, what we're talking about. So, eventually, she gets to the point where she's just like, I don't know. I think I think it was around the point where like her kids, I think, were actually getting taken away from her for sure, or something like that. Like, yeah, they gave her no um, visitation. It was all the visitation was left up at his discretion, and so then he would also um, say, "Okay, well, you can have the kids this weekend," and then she'd be on her way to pick them up, and then all of a sudden she couldn't have them that weekend after all, and he would change his mind, and so he would like play these constant mind games with her, Gosh. and hold the kids over her head he would hold money over her head because he'd be like okay well i'll agree to pay you this amount and then if she would like every time she would call him he'd be like well i'm deducting this so now you owe me this amount yeah that was like crazy to me that he was like finding her yeah and that it was able to and then when the judge finally ruled like he was just like okay well you, after all of is said and done, you owe him this amount of money. So now, out of what I'm awarding you, you only get to keep ten thousand of it, or something like yeah. that. It was something insane, and like he was supposed to be paying her a pretty large amount, and then the judge was like, "Well, actually, you owe him this amount now because of this, this, and this." And so now you owe him, and you only yeah. Get this. She got so and screwed I was over. Just like, oh my god, and also, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it was because he was a lawyer, and so he yeah. had that in with not only the judges but other lawyers and he knew the legal system and the loopholes and how to get around stuff and it was um, a lot of loopholes for sure yeah 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 so well so i i'm actually just reading now that he met linda when she was 21 but they got married when she was 28 oh okay that's why she looks a bit yeah so she i mean that makes sense she does look like she's around i don't know she looks like she'd be in her mid-30s or something like that but um yeah so on November 5th, 1989, around 5.30 in the morning, I'm sure Betty Broderick had been up all night and just couldn't sleep. She went to their house, let herself in, went up to the bedroom, and she shot and killed them both while they were in bed. And yep. this was two days before her 42nd birthday, and... 17 days before Dan's 45th birthday. So they had close birthdays, I guess. Have a birthday. Have a birthday. <laughs> to me. <laughs> Seriously, though. Yeah. I'm sure it was the best present she ever gave herself. <laughs> she probably slept really uh, good that night. <laughs> sweet revenge. <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, as soon as she uh, shot him, though, like, she kind of like one of the things that kind of screwed her over, I think, with her whole case was that she went and removed the answering machine yeah. from his bedside so that he couldn't call mm-hmm. for help. Because I don't know that she was sure that he was dead or not. Like she just yeah. shot him. But she, in her mind, was like, he's still alive. He's still talking to me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she called a friend. 
Yeah, I think even there was like some medical evidence that maybe he didn't die right away because she like clearly is like, no, I talked to him. So I don't know if he's dead or not because she just like talks to him and then she like leaves. And so I think when they actually did the autopsy on him, like they're like, yeah, it didn't look like he died right away. But I think Linda died like right away. She was. Yeah, if I remember correctly, she shot Linda more times than she shot. Yeah, Dan, because I mean, I'm sure in her mind it was very much she pulled the trigger five times it says so yeah yeah and i guess what she did is she after that she went and just called i think her daughter and then she turned herself into the police um yeah like right away so and that was the other thing too is that her husband would like have her put in jail a lot and then just like leave her there or like yeah. say, oh yeah, she's oh, she's going crazy. That. So, um, I'm concerned for her health. You want to like come take her for a fifty-one fifty or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just he had. He just knew. He had it out for her for sure. He had it out for her, and honestly, don't know why. Yeah. No, I read somewhere. I don't know if it's true, but I read somewhere that before the divorce, or maybe during while well, the divorce was uh, divorce was ongoing, that there maybe was some evidence, or maybe they found this afterward during her trial that he had tried to hire a hitman to kill her. Gosh. Um, and so, I don't know. There's some crazy shit going on. Like we said, we watched the show and we did a little bit of research. This isn't. We haven't like done a, a whole lot of research, so maybe yeah, we will this isn't do like more, a deep but... dive. Um, but the show is just it's amazing and like I cried it's a true story (laughs) guys this is all true remember Um, but yeah she uh, went to trial and I mean they tried to kind of show that like she was gaslit to do this like I'm not saying that they want to get her off completely which I think for a minute she probably thought she was going to get off completely yeah Um, but she She's currently still serving her sentence. I think her sentence originally, she was supposed to go up for parole already, like she was ten not years that long ago or ago, something. And it got denied. And then her next um, parole hearing isn't for like a very long time. twenty thirty two. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was really hard because her kids like loved her so much, and I guess they've been on. Of course, they've been on like Oprah or something like that. I think or dateline <laughs> I and know. stuff i'm sure and i think that they all have forgiven her and they would come and visit her in jail and everything but they're divided on if she should be released or not yeah so half her kids i think one of them has actually passed away but half her kids were like yeah, we, we think she should be let out. It was so unfair. And the other kids are kind of like, no, she's unstable. She should stay in jail. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel bad for was, them. Yeah, it was really, really sad case. Like, I don't know. Like, as soon as I finished watching it, I was, like, looking up, like, is she still in jail? Did she get out? Like, oh, my gosh. And blah, blah, blah. And just, like, that guy was a piece of shit. And... <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I feel bad also for her kids because her kids were also um, like dragged through the divorce by both their parents. Yeah, Um, they lost both their parents. That's the problem. Like while I'm like, yeah, I would have killed him too. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Um, Because she lost her kids. Yeah. 
So, and I don't know, honestly, I, I don't feel like just from seeing what kind of person Dan Broderick was, I don't think that even if she did play nice and play by all the rules that he would have still let her have custody or anything like that. Yeah. I think she definitely worsened it. Like they aggravated each other more. Um, and just kind of made it worse but at the same time I also feel like he probably would have just done what he could mm-hmm. no matter what yeah yeah. piece of shit <laughs> yeah he really was so he don't really get married was. I mean do get married <laughs> and like I said congratulations <laughs> on you and Katie Taylor <laughs> <laughs> don't worry Taylor I won't um <laughs> I won't shoot you and your whore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> have you seen that TikTok train? Um, uh, TikTok, uh, what do you call it? Not train. Why did I say train? <laughs> I don't um, know. What's on TikTok? <laughs> whatever. It's that TikTok that, like, trend is what I meant to say. Trend. There's the word. <laughs> Where it's like, um, show why your boy, you know, your boyfriend won't cheat on you. And it shows, like, the boyfriend oh. is doing something <laughs> stupid or whatever. That's Taylor. I should just, he's like watching D&D. People play D&D on TV. <laughs> and I'm just like, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I like the one where it's like, play this song over the last <laughs> clip of your boyfriend or your husband or whatever. Yeah, yeah. There's just so <laughs> many music. It'd just be like Taylor exactly. on the bed with all the animals. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dressing Minerva up. <laughs> walking her with her yeah. pink outfits. <laughs> her little mermaid costume. Oh my god. Her little dresses. She, our front closet is our, um, like, coat closet, and I bought baby hangers and put all her little outfits up. By the way, guys, in case you're wondering, Minerva is Katie's dog. (laughs) Yes, Minerva. And apparently, Katie and Taylor think that if Minerva's not wearing clothes, she's naked. (laughs) Yes. When she's not dressed, I call her naked. So at the end of the day... day when she's like done with all of her walkies um we like you know take the her harness off or whatever and we're always just like oh my god who's this naked coyote in our house <laughs> naked girl. and now we just <laughs> lost all of our single shot members <laughs> oh my god she's so cute she's she's satan i will admit but she's, she's adorable satan. so <laughs> She's adorable, but now her closet is shared with my dress. So, um, sorry, Minerva. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> she's very spoiled. She's very spoiled. And then my cat Tolkien has all his bow ties that I switch between his seasonal bow ties. So you know, I just like dressing up my pets. <laughs> and Rochester refuses to wear a thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Otherwise, him and Tolkien would have matching bow ties on the daily. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm sorry. Are we doing a single shot right now? We got a whole tangent about your your animals' wardrobe. I love them. <laughs> but Mama, I love her. Exactly. I love them. Um, we could cut this out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, all right, guys. We're not gonna cut this out, but we are gonna let you guys go. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's okay. I had lunch with my aunt a couple weeks ago, and she's retired now. And I'm like, so how's retired life going? She's like, well. Um, and she showed me pictures that she's been making. Uh, she's been sewing dresses for dogs. And oh, I was like... Is this your Aunt Pat? Yeah. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I need me? to get on her level. <laughs> She is so unexpected because her and her husband are just, like, not like that. Like, they have really big dogs. Like, huge dogs. I can't even remember what kind of breed they are, but they're, like, they're taller than me. And they're into mountain biking and camping and whatever. And then I'm like, and you're making dresses for dogs? (laughs) Is she selling them? Like, is she starting her own little shop? No, she's just doing it for the hell of it. Oh. Oh, she ever does. Wow, Katie, your ears just perked up. Hook it up. Minerva needs a new dress. And you can use our code Crimes and Cocktails for 10% off tech clothes. Oh my god, don't give me ideas. Okay, no, I'm signing off right now. You guys have a good one. Bye. Single shot.